A killer reclining chair becomes enchanted by a girl and starts committing crimes of passion. This is Killer Sofa. <laughs> killer Sofa this week. Straight off the Prime from Amazon. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> when you said Prime movies and I'm like, okay, I know. Right, Amazon Prime has got some stuff. It's got uh, a lot is, of things. <laughs> this is not what I was expecting, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, uh, me neither. Just uh, scrolled past it and poster caught my eye as a movie from Hastings would for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Like, I can definitely picture this being like it just okay. Just look at this cover for a moment. And uh, for those okay. of you listening at home, you can play along as well uh, by pulling up the IMDb page. It's just like, okay, so there's the font, right? Um, what's happening there? What this E? Why is the E like this? And yeah, it's almost like a cut out of a newspaper. Yeah, but that's the only letter that does that. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got a point. You got and a then, point there. And then the longer you stare at it, the word "sofa" just looks like it's not even a word. Um, <laughs> and then, sofa. and then your your eyes drift downwards, and th- this is not a sofa. Um, this is an no. armchair. It's a dad teeth, chair for sure. With teeth, of course. That. Uh, those teeth never actually play into the movie spoilers. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's um, pretty much pretty much my dissection there. Don't sit on the furniture. I mean, that's a pretty good tagline. According to Jeff, I think it's awful. Um, <laughs> so here's, I think it's pretty- <laughs> here's what we have for killer sofa. Um, first of all, it is, is technically a horror movie. Um, Anywhere I've seen it, it's been billed as a comedy, and I'm forced to believe that they wanted it to be a comedy. Um, I di- it's that kind of comedy though, where like it feels unintentional. They're not trying, you know, they're not like poking you in the ribs and trying to make you laugh, but they're very much making you laugh with how fucking ridiculous every little bit of this movie is. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> definitely. Let's let's real quickly uh, just talk about the opening of this movie. Um, okay. There's there's <laughs> like some murders that happen, and it it. So Francesca, yeah, we, right? Okay. Okay. Let's start uh, with Francesca. Francesca is she? She's the uh, protagonist of this movie so to speak um she is the the titular girl who has entranced this sofa um by sitting on it and we're led to believe later in the movie that it was like an ex-boyfriend of hers that got murdered in the opening scene or had his limbs ripped off or yeah he was doing some type of sacrifice spell type of thing where he's bleeding all over this picture and then you're like okay he's doing some kind of seance thing fucking weird right and then he's summoning the sofa yeah i have no fucking idea because i'm pretty sure the sofa was in the background and then so you see him doing all this shit and there's skulls everywhere and then it immediately cuts to a scene where the same guy that was just doing that seance is tied up 
and then enters another character and starts hacking away at his leg. Um, very badly shot. Definitely. Oh God. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> gave off some f- really terrible fan made vibes where they just like, put the handsaw to the leg and then it cuts away and that someone just threw chunks of, I don't know, chicken intestines around the room. Well, like this, and, and I would normally save this for later. Um, but Bernie Rao is how I'm going to go ahead and pronounce his name um, is the director of this movie. And I pulled up his works on IMDb and this dude, he's pumped out just short film after short film. This is like a guy who never left film school. Like he's just like, I'm just gonna make a short film with my friends over and over and over and over and over and over again from 2001 until 2019's killer sofa. Um, Mm. And, and another, and another one, uh, Ina. Yeah. We won't talk about that one. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's just it's it's got no <laughs> it's got no production, but it's not like they're not trying. Uh, they're definitely there's if there's one thing you can say that's good about this movie is that they fucking try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, a for effort, but <laughs> whatever they're actually trying for versus what they actually accomplish, I'm not entirely positive of that. But um, yeah, so then we have um, the sofa being delivered to a rabbi and uh his name i i will forever forget because it is not modest yahoo um yeah <laughs> and dude's like hey got a delivery for francesca something and dude's like nope nobody by that name here anyway let me look at it <laughs> he takes a look at it and gets this horrible vision of i and then there's so many like murders well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the dude in the YouTube video calls it, um, a Daku or, or Duka or oh, whatever yeah, the hell it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, "Oh, that's weird." Anyway, see you later. All the while, <laughs> all the while, Francesca is his daughter's best friend, and he just doesn't recognize the name <laughs> till like the end of the movie. Like the whole time, he has no idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the sofa eventually finds its way to her and she's got this, um, live in boyfriend who's gay. Supposedly. Yes. Never verified, but supposedly I'm pretty sure, but also, um, mostly because she at one point tells the cops that she has mystical powers of seducing men, even though she's not trying to. Yeah, that that part was really cringy when she's just explaining to the police that every guy wants her and it's, she's it's like, kind of a burden. And so she's she talking picks to me. She's talking to a, a male and a female detective and she's like, yeah, whatever it is, that men just become obsessed with me randomly. Oh, and God. The, the male detective is like, okay. And the female's like, you're, you're fucking off your rocker dude (laughs) she's like all right lady whatever oh yeah so it's like that aspect of the story that's like did she enchant this sofa because she's so irresistible or like what the fuck's going on here Uh, so yeah there's a lot there's a lot to digest should mention that there's nothing remarkable and i'm just going to keep calling it a sofa even though it is very much an armchair 
Um, you, you could not fit two humans on this thing if you tried uh, no. very hard. If you cut two of their legs off, um, yeah, no, <laughs> it's 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 not a good looking sofa. I mean, it, it doesn't look like stylish or expensive or, or anything like that. Um, it's just like beige and has these two buttons that clearly look like cameras, which was like my first thought and my wife's first thought as well. Um, <laughs> oh God, you like, made your wife watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like, "What the hell are you watching?" I'm like, "Kelly Sofa." She's like. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my so, wife just knows. <laughs> what else she gonna away. do? You know, um, <laughs> it's like saggy and dirty, and like there's no reason anyone anyone should want this chair, right? And yeah. so at some point, Francesca sits in it and has this like orgasmic experience. The the experience of sitting in this chair is just so good <laughs> yeah you know like when you go to the lazy boy and you find that one you're like oh fuck oh, <laughs> this is the one <laughs> the salesman's like you need to leave and then the old lady's <laughs> like i'll have what he's having <laughs> oh my god um, oh. <laughs> it's oh, it's weird um another weird thing francesca and her friends like a lot of candles and they like to put them on the floor for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand. <laughs> like but, there's um, way too many candles <laughs> and there's a table right there. There's no candles on the table, they're on the floor. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, huge, huge plot hole though that I noticed. <laughs> okay, give me the one plot hole. <laughs> that it's <laughs> so let me pick. Um so <laughs> how the fuck did Francesca know that she was getting a chair? Because while she's talking to the police about Fernando, who supposedly got or is missing, and they her, think her that he got fucking, he got murked. No, yeah, not right? well. No, it's not ex boyfriend. He's just some dude that's always wanted. To oh, the get the her. the ex obsessed dude, the most yeah, recent that she was friends with. Dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. So like, obviously, this chair is trying to get delivered to Francesca. <laughs> But then <laughs> I just don't get how she knew that this chair was getting delivered. Like they didn't like send a letter or a phone call, which could have um, easily been a thing. It just shows up and she's like, oh, cool. Free chair. No, she knew the entire time. <laughs> she told the cops while she's talking to him about Fernando. She's like, I have to go. I'm ex- I have a furniture delivery. Oh, I'm expecting it. Del- that's right. Yeah. And, yeah, the co- yeah, and- that happened off screen. Dude, even if she knew <laughs> that it was coming from Fernando, the police would have been like, why are you getting Fernando's sofa? Why are you getting this sofa that he performs <laughs> ritualistic murders in front of poetically? <laughs> uh, you know, I just always yeah. liked his. I used him for his sofa. What do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> I think that that pissed me off. There's a lot of plot holes, but they cleared oh. up some of them at the end. But oh, we'll that one get I there. Feel like is really bad. Oh, we'll we'll get there. Um, so <laughs> first, um, well, first real point of comedy here. Um, what was uh was it was it TJ? Was TJ the uh the living boyfriend, gay boyfriend yeah. man? Yeah. Um, he's you know just doing oven stuff. Um, and <laughs> the oven door is open, and he's you know getting ready to put something in or whatever, and. You know, slowly the sofa just like inches over to him and 
extends its little footrest and just <laughs> just claps his shins right into the open <laughs> oven door and just like pins it, it it pins him there like he just can't move <laughs> so not not only uh is the sofa ugly it also weighs seven thousand pounds because it's able to immobilize a human being supposedly and then, and then it shoots a fucking spring out into his leg uh-huh yeah like, like you know those um you know no country for old men and the the like cow killer thing like shoots the rod out and pulls it back that's what that reminded me of it was just like spring and then it pulls it back <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god so um hobbled uh but not <laughs> dead tj gets away um <laughs> goes over to, i think it was his mom's house right it was like right next door yeah or, a couple houses down or something not very like far at the very least and <laughs> meanwhile francesca's like yeah telling her friends yeah he said the sofa did it to him i don't know what's wrong with him as she's cleaning blood off the oven <laughs> like <laughs> Very nonchalant. Yeah, she's like, I don't really know. I think he's on something. Maybe he has AIDS or something. I don't know. But just the most ridiculous imagery of her on a Skype call, just cleaning blood off the oven. Yeah. Oh, my God. So um, apparently the sofa is not only um, in love with the first woman to sit on him in years but also is vengeful of anyone who is even remotely related to her because the sofa goes to the other house to finish off TJ. <laughs> he gets down from a second story house, fucking <laughs> yeets himself up and presses down. <laughs> climbs the side of the house because TJ is also in the second floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, while his mom is uh, watching some video with the most enormous headphones I've ever seen on, um, so she can't she can't hear him asking um, asking for her to get him like some water or something so he can take his pain pills. And so he sees the sofa and the sofa spring latch onto his window and like pull itself up, and he's like freaking out because he knows that he's gonna die, and um, he does, but uh, we don't get to see that part. What we do get to see is his mom coming to vacuum later. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. Uh, So she's using one of those vacuum attachments that has like the very flat head, you know, the thing that doesn't have much space in there. Like you could, you could not do what it's about to do, but she's trying to drag it down the hall and the cords caught. So she opens her son's bedroom door throws the the head of the vacuum inside and turns around to untangle the cord (laughs) (laughs) and when she looks back her son's eyeball is in the fucking receptacle of the vacuum (laughs) along with other guts and bits and um (laughs) i really want to know what they used because it did not look realistic at all it was very pink and just did not look good it was just like God, I don't even know what it was like. They made their dog throw up and then they vacuumed that up or something. I don't know. It was not convincing, but also the funniest way for someone to find out. I mean, this is terrible. Ter- this is the funniest way for somebody to find out that someone is dead in the next room over and they were blissfully ignorant the entire time. Oh, I vacuumed up his guts and his eyeball. 
Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoops. I guess I'm going to get a low power vacuum next time. Uh, I've done it again. <laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> TJ, I told you to stop putting your face on the vacuum. <laughs> Gosh. And so I'll be honest with you from there on, it's like mostly a blur. Um, <laughs> um, the, the creepy cousin dude is hilarious. Um, Oh, Oh my God. That was so fucking cringy. <laughs> Don't even. So yeah. Um, Francesca ahead, finds ahead. out that, uh, yeah, she finds out that TJ's dead, obviously in mourning. Um, I want to say in the movie about an hour goes by and her best friend's cousin, Ralph, shows up he's like like, what's up girl i heard you're single she's like i no no not only that he says hey you want to marry me (laughs) well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean what's the point (laughs) (laughs) not even like hey we've been together for a while you know we're really growing as a couple want to get married no it's just like hey you should marry me (laughs) (laughs) what was your name again okay Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, she turns him down very politely, ends up leaving. Does he? I think he leaves first, and then he comes back while she's gone. Um, sets up her, or he goes into her room on her bed. Go, go, her her go, so, goes into her apartment, uses yeah. her bathroom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which at first I was like, oh, yeah, fuck this guy. (laughs) But then, yes, you can continue with the next part. (laughs) Um, Finds one of her summer hats, uh, one of the ones that gives you lots of shade, and folds the top in. Flexible shade. Yeah, uh, folds (laughs) the top in, and then sets up one of her pink brassiers um, on the bed. Goes under the covers. Fully um, under the covers. I think the position in yoga is called the downward dog. Um, no, it's more of like a, more of like a cow. That? No, no, yeah, no like, the other, mm. like knee, yeah. knees to chest. Let's just say that to paint yeah. a picture for he's our on, He's on his hands and knees, and it's like he's like his head is. He's trying to like touch his forehead to his knee. Like that's yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, and doing a. A hump. I don't. I even want to call it a humping motion. I don't know what the fuck he was doing under there, but he is getting his rocks off somehow. Um, <laughs> the implication is that he's having sex with a hat and staring at a bra, which is <laughs> <laughs> just not how anything works. Um, <laughs> yeah, just show me how. I, you know what? Just fucking. <laughs> just show me, like for fuck's sake, because now I have more questions about what the fuck he's doing under there. Yeah. And meanwhile, in the background, you hear the skirts of a skirts <laughs> so fun <laughs> coming closer. Um, I As don't think being pushed by a stagehand down the hallway. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't remember if we see him die. Kinda. Or- uh, so, so we see the the sofa. Um, I believe this is the first time we see him in a fully upright position. And you see his head kind of peek into the doorway. <laughs> so, so just so so the listeners know, how does he look in the upright position? What is he standing on? <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that. It's like, uh, if, well, he's standing on the footrest. If you reclined it all the way back and then put it vertical, yeah, and then like like reclined it all the way back and then just like completely flattened it, like there is no, yeah. 
any sort of angle to it whatsoever. It's just completely flat. And so that's how he, he shimmies his way into the room. And then he, he grabs the cord of an iron and then swings that over the top of a good old Ralph's head there. Um, so, you know, we see it, we see it through the blanket more than anything, but, uh, he, he got got. And so Mm -hmm. (laughs) the best part is, uh, when Francesca comes home, (laughs) it's dark now. Um, it has taken this, uh, it was, it was daytime when this was happening and now it is dark. And the sofa apparently has taken a long time to get this get this just right. Um, but we see her peer onto the balcony and we see the sofa slowly uh, Ralph up on the railing and throwing him over it. And <laughs> my God. Yoded him off that balcony. <laughs> that was <laughs> the, the way they like. Here's how a recliner would move if it was throwing someone off a balcony. Like it's, <laughs> it looks do believable. I, it it looks I like mean, that's how a recliner would do that. <laughs> I feel like, what was that? Uh, I want to say it was Toy Story when he puts Buzz in front of the recliner and then fucking pulls the lever and it shoots him flying. I feel like that's how it should have been done. Like he's got Ralph on the footrest, and then he fucking pulls just the lever, him. And eats him <laughs> off the. <laughs> he just springboards over the rail. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I feel like that would have been good. Had the filmmakers been better at comedy, that's probably would have happened. But still, it was very funny to watch. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, so she's uh, she's pretty freaked out at this point in time. Um, watching a sofa kill some dude who she really doesn't like, but <laughs> it's it's still in chair mode now. Um, and I think you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I think this is the time where the chair the chair turns to look at her because that's what chairs do, and <laughs> she runs into the kitchen to grab a knife, and then the, she turns around. The chair's inside. And then we watch it transform from chair to standing chair. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good visual. Not going to lie. Pretty good visual. <laughs> mm. I just so um, she attacks the chair and doesn't necessarily win. Um, but I think that this is. This is where the male detective comes in and shoots it. He shoots the chair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure I have my facts straight. Yes, sir. Um, something I thought I'd never say. He purposely shot a chair. It's <laughs> 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 uh. so it, it wraps up after that. We find out that, and I don't know who the man was um, names wise. There was a man inside that chair. <laughs> he had no face, um, but he had modeled this chair costume <laughs> around <laughs> his limbs. Yeah, and it was him the whole time. He was peering through the two buttons. Which, um, first off, those buttons were way too wide. Um, yeah, those things were huge. <laughs> second off. When I want to know in what position a human's body would have to be for that chair to be in chair mode 
um, where his knees bent down like the like the footrest thing. And then when they pulled the lever, they had to be like, oh, shit, and like hold their legs out forever because, you know, that takes a lot of abdominal strength right there. Um, nah, it's probably just using the mechanics inside the chair because he ended up getting his legs chopped off. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did. A, he the, Yeah, he didn't have his lower legs. So I guess he was just like, well, then how did he stand up? Jeff, um, tell me that one. He, Fill that plot hole for me. Uh, power of the glutes and <laughs> <laughs> and even better abdominal muscles than I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, and I mean he weighs you know at least fifteen pounds lighter from missing the lower half of his legs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but then you add at least fifteen pounds of that chair, which we've established Ooh. weighs seven thousand. So. <laughs> <laughs> We forgot, though, that uh, he ends up pulling Max's soul out of his oh, body. Oh, yeah. Or uh, TJ's soul. TJ's, yeah. We see the soul float through the air. Yeah, they and... took a uh, some visuals from Ghostbusters and the uh, How proton packs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what that I did, thought of. It's, it's what a you meant to say. Was their best Ghostbusters impersonation, <laughs> which is not very good. Um, I'm just trying to paint a picture for the listeners, man. No, no you know what it is. So, um, Mr. Rabbi, whose name I don't remember, um, they had one of those balls where you touch it and the lightning goes to your finger. It looked like that. Yes. It looked like they just yeah. hit that and then they zoom the camera in on it. Very. Yeah. Man. With a green screen behind it. Yeah. That would be, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, ends up pulling TJ's soul out of his body. Um, so now <laughs> we're left with a, a guy that was in a chair, um, did some fucking seance to get powers. Chair of powers, soul? of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The best powers of all. Powers. Uh, <laughs> if I had a superpower, it would be to be a chair. <laughs> into a pull souls out of bodies. Um, yeah. So. I think the whole point of this movie was that during his seance, it was a the I keep on wanting to saying Baba Duke, but whatever it's fucking called, Baduke or whatever type. Oh, of you know what? It, it was in the screenshots. It was in the IMDb screenshots. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, I keep geez, on forgetting what it's called. Just a bunch of pictures of what's her face, who's apparently irresistible to men. Um, uh, De book. De book. D-Y-B-B-U-K, the book. That's the mystical sofa entity. So, yeah, let's see. A Jewish folklore, a malevolent wandering spirit that enters and possesses the body of a living person until exercised. So, um, <laughs> that doesn't tie into the movie whatsoever. You did... Three seconds of research to find yeah. out that that is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't have high the, hopes. Now, I'm just saying the filmmakers did not do that three seconds of research. <laughs> does yeah, it no, at the end of the day, no, but still. Dude, dude does some fucking spell, ends up getting his legs chopped off. Um, I'm assuming dies, gets put into a chair. So that he can be with a Francesca, because she's hot to trot. And I'm irresistible. 
um, has to collect souls for what reason? <laughs> so to keep on living. Apparently. Because we can get to the ending, but I'm just going to let you know right now that it still doesn't make sense at the ending because then we get a shot of Francesca and the cop, the main male cop in the movie, and they're uh, having dinner. And then it goes back to, I can't remember what their names were, but it's a famous murder thing that went on to where Frederico, the guy that was in the chair, Yes. Tries to hunt down this girl and she ends up slitting her own throat. Naturally. I, that's kind of what I got from that. So somehow the spirit of the girl who committed suicide goes into Francesca and then the chair decides to go into the cop. And now they're. Classic love. Romeo and Juliet. I yeah, mean, they're in love. Fucking perfect love story. It's you know? just you just couldn't end any better than that. Yeah, I don't um, really know where the soul of the girl that committed suicide came into play, but um, it was there. So that <laughs> might. Okay, so so this is where I want to bring up things we didn't mention because they're so ridiculous, and I don't remember at what point they happened. Um, okay. Early on in the movie, when we get a still shot of the chair before it has done anything, there is a ghost woman behind it for no reason. Just I don't remember that. Yeah, it was pretty early on. Um, just like, oh, here's a ghost person standing behind this chair, and then they're gone. And that that's the only thing I can think is maybe it was that person's spirit. Like, oh, wow. Rico put both souls into the chair. Well, one into the chair and one behind it. It's because, you know, that's how chairs work when they need to be pushed down the hall. Um, hmm. Other things. Remember when they tried, they said they were going to put it in a box and then they pull yeah. out this box that was not suitable for a chair. <laughs> because the rabbi, um, his father was a very good rabbi and did exorcisms and the whole night. The best exorcisms. And- he exercised Reagan and... Um, Ronald, not the exorcist one. And, um, <laughs> yeah, just, no, he just fucking the best. did fantastic. And he made it very clear to his son that he cannot do what he did. And so He's the like, son's like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to do whatever I want. And I'm going to try some shit. And then he's like, I, we'll put it in a box. I saw it on a YouTube video and then build the fucking box <laughs> to put like toenail clippers in. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if they would have taken all of the videos that he was watching on the the book um, and maybe had him pull like some scriptures from a very old fucking book that he stole from his dad or his dad gave to him a very long time ago, um, that could have benefited the movie. Instead of pulling up these weird fucking Ripley's Believe It or Not looking type of (laughs) videos on (laughs) Just this fu- this fucking guy was his name, and just so bad. Uh, I but just yeah. I, I don't even get it. Like, I think it was supposed to be funny, and let me be clear, it was very funny. Um, 
after I watched this movie, I did watch the trailer for it. And I'm like, okay, this this definitely has to be a comedy on purpose. Um, to okay. which point, well done. <laughs> like, just well <laughs> fucking done. Um, y- y'all did it. And I was horrified most of the way through, but in in a relatively good way. I just, I don't know that I ever want to see or think about that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I want to delete it uh, from my memory. It's it's still above Piranaconda. Um, I'm waiting for us to review a movie that is beneath that. But mm, we'll get there. I'm sure we will. Probably Someone's on Saw stumble six or seven. Us. But uh, yeah, at least four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Final Destination three. three. There yeah. it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I don't I don't want to think about this movie. There's actually nothing that I could really pull from it. I take it back. I want to make a life-size replica of this chair and I want to sneak into your house and I want to put it just tilting out of a doorway. <laughs> that so that when you come probably, home. <laughs> that has to be the best parts of this movie was when uh, her friend Francesca's friend Maxie is leaving her house and she just gets that, you know, that like little tickle on the back of your neck. They're like, God, that feels fucking weird. And you turn around. And then you see this fucking chair with its button eyes looking through the window, <laughs> just staring at her. And she's staring at it. And she's like, that's kind of weird. And anyway, then she just- <laughs> we were going to get Starbucks, right? Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> just peeking out. It's just it's it's an amazing achievement that they came up with this idea. <laughs> They spent at least a hundred dollars to make this movie. And I wonder what the budget was for it. I'm really all I can tell you. My only piece of trivia is that the t- total cost of the chair was about sixty four U.S. dollars. <laughs> I like the first user review. It's not a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong. <laughs> Oh my god. It had to also be intentional. But killer armchair might have already been taken. You know what? Let's let's see. Is killer, killer armchair. Killer, armchair. <laughs> killer lazy boy. Now, if you type in killer armchair, it brings up killer sofa. So hmm. look, it's a New Zealand movie. Maybe they do things a little differently over there. I don't know for sure. Um so if you click on the first poster, what the fuck? Yeah, mm-hmm, go on. And then you hit the next poster. Please look at this with me. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's a little bit better. It's a, a Japanese style poster. Oh, yeah. It's it a little bit better. Scrolling through. Yeah. It gets the, gets the picture across a little bit. I mean, it's just <laughs> all about this woman laying on the ground and like, she doesn't need to be wearing those. You can be wearing shorts. You're just going for that that audience right there. Um, I do want to point out that apparently this movie has another title, and um, okay. I I love it, and it is called My Killer, My Lazy Boy, which um, <laughs> for obvious reasons they couldn't use that one. But holy shit, what a movie! Something else for sure. Second to worst. <laughs> Yes. Bravo. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's um I think that's all we had to say about that one. Don't watch it. Don't do it. Yeah. Just don't nah, do it. You it's can skip it's, that one. it's got oh, some show. funny stuff, but um most of it you can see 
in the picture for this episode. Um, that's probably the best part. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about some news right quick, Jeff. All righty. What do you got? I have, I have some stuff. Um, for better or for worse, Train to Busan is being remade. I heard about that. Mm, yes, it's got um, the likes of... I'm just going to call him Timo. Um, he, what did he do? I'm going to look up what he did. Um, while I continue this also, James Wan is attached. Ooh, that could be good. That it it could be. I don't think it is necessary. I don't think we need this, but it could be good. I don't want it. I don't want it. Because you like the good. original. I do. I do think the original is great. Um, yeah. Just like I didn't want the Force of, you know, the Force Awakens because Phantom Menace. Perfect. Obviously. Obviously. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Timo, again, just the first name. I cannot pronounce his last name. Um, he, he has directed some movies that I really like. He, he was part of um, VHS 2. He did the Safe Haven segment, which I believe was the cult um like with the classrooms and shit if you've seen that movie um he also did headshot and the night comes for us which are definitely more action movies um but also very very good movies um so if he if he is directing this it could go a lot of different ways um but they also have uh gary doberman who is the who is the screenwriter for it and um has worked on the conjuring as well i mean I'm fucking down. Anybody that's attached to the Conjuring series or the new It, I'm I'm down. I love yeah. those movies, and I think they look beautiful. So I will I will give them a shot at the very least. Yeah, even if it is I mean, something that I'm afraid of. Yeah, and I think you're gonna still have you're gonna have those people that are like, oh my god, this is amazing, and they've never even seen the original. Yeah, <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Stand by it. I don't think the original Train to Busan is perfect by any means, but no, I don't but think it. it out. I don't think it's going to gain anything from a remake. There's something very no. specific about that movie, and that it is set in an Asian country where they use trains a lot. Um, yes, doesn't really translate to America. So if uh, they're trying, New York's that, still using trains. It's fine. The subway to Manhattan. Um, <laughs> Well, they did the uh, the didn't they do a second anime that was supposed to follow right after the train to Busan? No, they did a full on uh, second movie. Um, I, I thought it was an anime. Maybe they did an anime after the train to Busan, and then they actually did a sequel because there was some type of anime that came out. That's that seems likely. Um, Train to Busan presents Peninsula was the second one, um, and I believe that has come out though I have not seen it. Anyway, yeah. zombie stuff. Um, that first movie was good. I don't know about the second one. At least yeah, like, I can I can hold it in my heart that it cannot be as bad as the remake of Old Boy, starring Josh Brolin. I like so that, that one. one. I haven't seen the original. I think it's there. great. <laughs> If that was a horror movie, we'd be watching it next week, Jeff. But you know what? <laughs> I'm going to have to I think mean, about if that qualifies. <laughs> if it, if the movie's bad enough, it's so it's so bad, it's scary. 
Like uh, if yeah, we did good, the first yeah. Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> well, now we're talking. The second just Mortal the Kombat Baraka movie scene. is actually Annihilation Whoa. is much scarier. I love the second one. The first one with get that Baraka. Get it. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> okay. uh, speaking of Mortal Kombat, we got a Mortal Kombat trailer, and I think that looks fucking dope. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty stoked. I like I said before, I don't really know any of the actors and which means I don't expect anything out of them. So I think I will be pleasantly surprised. Me as well. Um, Hey, here's the thing. George Romero's final movie. The amusement park is going to be released by shutter. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch that. Um Fuck yeah, dude. It's Romero. I don't I don't know that um if I were to look at the Romero body of work, it's probably about 50/50 for stuff I like and stuff I didn't like um as far as his yeah. directorial efforts. Um But yeah, I mean it's 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 just a cool thing, right? It's a thing he filmed in the 70s that never came out. And it's coming out and that's cool. That's a, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Any, anytime that happens. Um, <laughs> conversely to that, maybe he never wanted anyone to see it. I don't know. I can't speak to that. In which case that would kind of suck, but whatever. <laughs> it's it. happening. It's happening anyway. It's happening. Yeah. Um, I have some other news regarding Stephen King too. Uh, I got a couple beats for him. Um, Stephen King and JJ Abrams are teaming up to develop an anthology series called tiny horrors. That's all we know about it, but you know what? That's enough to get me excited. I mean, I could be a hit or miss because he was involved in the original creep show, which (laughs) love that movie. But then he was also involved in maximum overdrive <laughs> sure and i hated that movie so it's a it's a 50 50 shot but more recently they worked on castle rock and castle rock is great <sighs> i missed that one mm. it's still you can still find it yeah it's still on hulu right yeah uh, yeah um Maybe they I also they also did do 11 22 63 i did I liked a that. lot yeah that was that fucking good um, and apparently they also have an upcoming uh, rendition of Lizzie's story coming to Apple. So the two of them work together quite a bit. Um, Lizzie's story. Didn't that already come out? I don't think so. I remember a Lizzie movie on shutter that had, um, what is her name? Yeah. Kristen Stewart. Oh, no, this isn't yeah. that. Uh, okay. Nope. This is this is a new thing. Um, it's going to be premiering sometime this year. Uh, Julianne yeah. Moore is is the titular Lizzie. Yeah, sometime this year. Um, I remember reading that book and I didn't like it very much. Uh, I don't know if it was, uh, you know, me or the book, but uh, I'll watch <laughs> it. I I always I always end up watching them. Uh, and then we also have. Um, Unfortunately, Andy Muschietti used to be involved in this, but uh, now Dave Erickson, the co-creator of AMC's Fear the Walking Dead, is mm. in charge of turning The Jaunt into a TV series, which is a another short by Stephen King. So the man, the man is coming back full force. Um, you can blame you can blame it for that. You can blame <laughs> a lot of things, but uh, 
he's back and not to be outdone by himself one more here paramount plus announced a bunch of stuff um which includes a new paranormal activity movie but also a Ugh. new pet cemetery so no fuck god a little early for that a little <laughs> we just had we just had one i and i mean and it, was it wasn't fine. it yeah it was okay i like I mean, I didn't read the book, so I don't know if that's more true to the book than the original was, but they're obviously different stories. Yeah. I can't really say more to, I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean, yeah, you know, it was, it was good. And, um, I'm I'm okay with not seeing another one. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that. It does not need another one right now, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't yeah. have to say anything. <laughs> um, another bit of news I have here. I've got two more. And then if you have something, you can throw it in here. Um, did, did you watch the first VHS, the anthologies? A uh, fucking long time ago. And I remember nothing from it. Okay. So I'm going to ask you if you remember. Um, <laughs> do you remember the segment <laughs> with the girl and like the drunken frat dudes where she turned no. out to be like a vampire chick? Anyway. Um, the actress Hannah Fearman, she's uh, directing a new movie called The Events Surrounding a Peeping Tom, which uh, that okay. could be good. Okay. So some some creepy dude, and then something's watching him. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. How um, the turntables. Unseen evil is just around the corner. So neat. Um, okay. Last one The Twilight Zone is over. Didn't even watch an episode. (laughs) You fuck. Uh, Well, now you can watch the entirety of it in one sitting because it is only two seasons and will forever be two seasons until they bring it back again. I don't know. They're just done with it. Um, I probably Jordan Peele is like, hey, I got other stuff to do. Hmm. If I had to guess. Okay. Well, what yeah, you got? I can't. <laughs> I can't join in on that uh, sadness for you. Um, one of these days. Apparently, Christian Bale is starring in a murder mystery that features Edgar Allan Poe as a character for the pale blue eye. Mm. Yeah, that seems. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind. Uh, Damn it. What's his name? The dude that did the Raven. John Ed- Cusack. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. The movie, the movie. No, I know who the fuck about. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, that, I know that, that much. No, that, that movie um, I had forgotten about up until you said that. Uh, that was all right. Right? Yeah, that was, that was okay. Um, so with Christian Bale, I just rewatched the Batman trilogy and I have faith in Christian Bale again, but, uh, yeah, I will, I'll, I'll catch that for sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Let's see what else we got. It's really just, Hey, there's like this movie coming out, body horror, werewolf movie, bloodthirsty bites into an April release. Um, Mm. nothing. Oh, Oh, I found it found the fucking golden apple right here wesley snipes teases a new blade like project of his own and his quote our blade on steroids 
Fuck that. I dude, I didn't even know he was still alive, honestly. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Let's see what else this article says because it, it has me intrigued. Um because I know that Marvel is reopening the blade wound and taking another stab at it, if you will. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> gonna gonna put the final Stakes through that heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to dive into that. Well, there's I'm, probably not I'm much really information worried. yet, to be honest. But. No, definitely not. He probably came out with a quote and they're like, hey, this is happening because he's kind of pissed off that he wasn't invited to this new gen blade party. And I'm I'm kind of glad he wasn't. I wonder why he wasn't. Honest. Um, surprised you got three movies, honestly. <laughs> I I forgot I forgot I have one more I have one more thing and it it pains me very greatly to to talk about this so I'm going to real quick. Okay. Um, Spike Lee, and, okay. and this this is not where my problems come in. Um, Spike Lee is producing a movie for Netflix. It is called Gordon Hemingway and the Realm of Cthulhu. So already mm. I should I should be on board I should be on board with this. Yeah, I would I would place bets on that. Um, it's directed by a, a young director who um, he's only made one movie so far, and from what I've heard, that movie is all right. It's called See You Yesterday, um, kind of an action adventure crime thing. Where my yeah. problem comes in, um, this movie was written in the past tense, so apparently it is it is going. Um, it was written by Hank Woon, and I'm just going to list for you just by title alone. Some of Hank Woon's writing credits, such as 500 Mile Per Hour Storm, Age of Dinosaurs, <laughs> Atlantic Rim. <laughs> Ooh, porno or movie? <laughs> and I want you to know Atlantic Rim is 1000% one of those movies that appeared on the shelf the same day Pacific Rim came out at Hastings. <laughs> The same oh day. my god! The same day. So anyway, um, it looks like Lovecraft Country is the best and and greatest of the Lovecraft stuff that we will get for a while because this does not seem. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's rough. I'd block that really out of my memories. <laughs> that sounds fucking rough. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't really see anything too crazy. I'm excited for the new Mortal Kombat. I'm excited for King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, um, that's coming soon. Is it the end of March, I think? Mm, yeah. I think it's the 31st. And then Mortal Kombat would be April 15th. Or maybe that's uh, Justice League. March 25th. Um, March 25th. Fun story about that. Adam Wingard, the director of Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, and I don't think I mentioned this last time. Great, great horror movie director. Did your next. Did the Blair Witch movie. Um, he's making the Face Off sequel. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Fucking Travol- Travolta and Cage, dude. I'm so excited. Well, but anyway, I hope. Oh, they yeah, take, no, I'm down. <laughs> I hope they take different actors and swap their faces with Travolta and Cage. That'd be great. That's the face off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking take Dwayne the Rock Johnson's body and then put Nick Cage's face on it. It'd be great. oh speaking of nick cage before we get out of here let's do it i watched willie's wonderland no how did you fucking access it it's on voodoo for twenty (laughs) dollars oh to rent fucking hell it's a buy it's a buy oh it had to be i don't know i chipped in with some friends and we all watched it together um what i want to watch that shit I don't. Okay, so I don't know if I should say anything then. Um, yeah, because I'm. I'm. That movie's kind of amped up in my head. Was is it watchable? It was watchable. Have you seen Banana Splits? Not yet. Okay. Um, I don't you think watch that. I don't think this compares, but also it might. But also, <laughs> I really want to say something. But if you're gonna watch it. It's kind of best, better left unsaid. Um, just know that I watched. Just know that I watched it, um, and I will help okay. you watch it as well. Awesome! And then we will talk about the thing you're about to say next episode. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so speaking of next episode, well, we're diving back into Amazon. We're gonna find something. Yeah, we're gonna try yeah. to find something good on Amazon. Yeah. So I think. I think I found a good one Um, stars a popular actor from a pretty popular Netflix show is all I will say about that one. Popular actor, pretty popular Netflix show. Okay. All right. Yeah. I I will also mold it over my brain because I'm as lost (laughs) as everyone else. (laughs) All righty. Well, uh, until then he's been Jeff and I've been Jordan. This has been, that's terrible. And I thank you for listening.